Find your missing ingredient at the 2024 National Restaurant Show. Whether you're looking to adapt your offerings to satisfy shifting dinner expectations, seamlessly navigate razor-thin margins, or integrate next-era solutions to offset labor challenges, the show has everything you need to plate up success for your operation. See tomorrow's ideas come to life and find inspiration for your next big concept as you explore a bustling show floor featuring over 900 product categories. From award-winning food and beverage items to innovative back-of-house equipment and technology. Join your peers at the show for food service in Chicago, May 18th to 21st, and get a taste of the future. Visit the official show website at www.nationalrestaurantshow.com to register and learn more. Red Lobster is for sale again. Burger King makes a big acquisition and Subway franchisees in California are joining forces to face a frightening labor landscape ahead. Welcome to RB Daily, a quick look at the industry's top stories from the editors of Restaurant Business. I'm RB Managing Editor Heather Lally. And I'm RB Executive Editor Lisa Jennings. Anybody want a seafood chain? Thai Union Group, the Bangkok-based seafood supplier that led an investor group, that bought Red Lobster in 2020, now wants out of the business. Thai Union took a $550 million charge against Red Lobster and said on Tuesday that it plans to sell its stake in the company. Thai Union cited a variety of factors for the decision, saying that the pandemic, high interest rates, and rising costs all contributed to its decision. Red Lobster has struggled last year. In the third quarter of 2023, the company priced its ultimate endless shrimp promotion too low, bringing in a lot of traffic, but creating an $11 million operating loss. Burger King is buying out its largest operator. Restaurant Brands International, the fast food operator that owns the burger chain, on Tuesday said it has agreed to buy Carol's Restaurant Group in a deal valued at $1 billion. Burger King plans to spend another $500 million remodeling 600 Carol's units using cash flow generated by franchisees' restaurants. It then plans to re-franchise Carol's 1,000 locations over the next five to seven years to smaller community franchisees. Carol's operates one out of seven Burger King restaurants in the United States. Subway franchisees in California are looking for solutions to a $20 fast food wage. The system has created a task force of operators in the state, looking at recommendations for cost cuts, price hikes, concessions from the franchisor, and other strategies to offset the rising cost from the wage, a 30% increase over the minimum wage in the state. The fast food wage is set to become the rule in April, thanks to a 2023 agreement between restaurant and labor organizations. Subway, which operates low-volume units, operates 2,000 restaurants in the state. Some franchisees tell restaurant business that many of those locations could be in danger of closing because of the wage rule. Banchan has a new CEO of its U.S. division. Susie Tsai was announced as U.S. CEO of the Korean double fried chicken chain, though it appears she has been in the role since October, at least according to her LinkedIn profile. She joined the company in August as U.S. Chief Growth Officer and before that was Vice President of Marketing for On the Border, and she spent years working with Brinker International, including the Chili's brand. Sai replaces former U.S. CEO Brian Shin, who is now the international CEO and group CFO. The new Chase Sapphire Lounge opened at New York City's LaGuardia Airport Tuesday, and the menu is many notches above the typical airport lounge food and drink. Chase teamed up with local restaurants Joseph Leonard and Jeffrey's Grocery to create several signatures, including 
salt cod brandade, seared salmon over braised leeks, and lentil ragout with curried coconut yogurt. The team worked with Sodexo Live chefs who run the kitchen to get the execution perfect. The small plates menu is also vegetable forward and allergen friendly. The club also has a full bar with several cocktails created by trendy NYC bar Apotheke, as well as private reservable rooms with fancy caviar service. The lounge is open to Chase Sapphire Reserve Card members and is one of four in the world, with a fifth to open at JFK Airport next week. Dry January is more of an event in the restaurant industry this year, with a number of chains joining the trend. Uno Pizzeria partnered with Ritual Zero Proof on four new mocktails. Applebee's introduced an alcohol-free Mai Tai, and Iron Hill Brewery is offering six hot tails made with no alcohol hot water. On the hotel side, Hilton gears its new Tempo Hotel brand to guests who want to drink mindfully. The, quote, free spirited side of its drinks menu offers a selection of expertly crafted zero-proof cocktails. Dry January may be the time of year when Americans make up for holiday overindulgence by cutting out alcohol, but the sober curious trend has picked up speed in the last couple of years. Statistics show that 34% of consumers plan to cut back on alcohol in 2023 and will continue to do so this year. Restaurants, bars, and liquor companies are meeting the demand with more inspired products and drinks. And in my case, it's been a very damp January. And that should do it for today's episode of RB Daily. I'm Lisa Jennings. And I'm Heather Lally. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's episode of RB Daily. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and subscribe. 